suppose it was a couple of weeks ago that Roberta and I were talking about today in the office and she was like, water walking, what are you going to do about water walking? I'm seeing the McGeown's pool at the front and uh, a Perspex table, but alas, no, not this morning. Uh, just a simple reflection to start the new year on uh, John Ortberg's book, uh, To Walk on Water, You Need to Get Out of the Boat, uh, which we have entitled this morning, 2012, Pew Surfing or Water Walking, or as this became yesterday afternoon, Yellow Brick Road Walking. So I'm glad to see that um, we've got yellow orders of services. It's amazing how God works. Uh, so, just to begin with a short uh, story, there once was a farmer who wanted to impress his hunting buddies. Now, I don't know much about farming nor about hunting, so I'm taking this story at face value. Uh, so he went out and bought the smartest and most expensive hunting dog that he could find. He trained his dog to do things that no other dog could do. Now, I can barely get mine to sit when I say sit, so I'm guessing he was quite skilled. Um, The dog was able to do impossible feats, and he thought, surely this will amaze anyone. Then he invited his neighbours to go duck hunting with him. And after a long and patient wait in the boat, a group of ducks flew over, and the hunters were able to shoot a few of them down. Several ducks then fell into the water. The farmer looked at his dog and said, go and get them. The dog leaped out of the boat, walked in the water, and picked up the bird and returned to the boat. As soon as he dropped the duck in the boat, he trotted off across the water again and grabbed another duck and brought it back to the boat. The owner, I'm sure, as you can imagine at this stage, was quite smug with himself and and proud as punch with the dog. And as he was sitting there, he turns to his neighbor and says, did you notice anything unusual about my dog? One of them sat back and thought for a moment and said, yeah, actually, I did. Come to think of it, that stupid dog doesn't know how to swim. And I suppose... (laughs) I suppose for many of us this morning, when we come to this story about Jesus and Peter walking on the water, we kind of have the same reaction. Instead of recognizing that Peter is the only disciple who even got out of the boat, he is criticized instead for his lack of faith. I suppose this morning I want you and I to imagine what it must have been like in those moments as Peter got out of the boat and left behind the safety and comfort of all that he had known and began walking on the water. I suppose it was back in June when I joined you the first Sunday that I was preaching, maybe it was July, that I referred to The Wizard of Oz being one of my favorite all-time movies. And I remember quoting that morning, we're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. And I suppose it would be fair to say that that was Peter's reaction when he was on the water. Surely we're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. And at the beginning of the film, we witness uh, the young Dorothy being whisked away from her safe rural farmhouse with Auntie M and finding herself in this strange new land of uh, yellow roads and emerald cities and flying monkeys and wicked witches and a land full of little people. And by default, she finds herself setting out on a journey uh, down the yellow brick road. This was not a journey she had asked for, but yet this was a journey that was going to change 
her reactions and her responses, because really the trip down the road is a bit of a trip on self-discovery. And I think in 2012, for each of us, why don't we let this be a year of self-discovery? She meets on her travels the Scarecrow, the Tin Man, and the Lion, and also many trials and tribulations, culminating in her sort of finding herself in the Emerald City, because it's only when she realizes that the wizard is not some great, wonderful, all-seeing, heroic character, rather an inventor who has won the hearts and souls of the people, not at all what she had come to expect or even believe, that she then leaves this Emerald City and returns to Kansas a changed girl. The journey, of course, teaching her many lessons, lessons she couldn't have learned if she had stayed at home at her farmhouse. And I suppose for Peter, this is true as well. It's only in his walking on the water and his subsequent sinking that he learns that it's about taking steps of faith. It's about moving out and branching out and trusting, as we've been singing all morning, trusting in the um, or sorry, on the everlasting promises of God. So let us get back into the book and take a deeper look at this story and see what impact it can have on our lives and our faith. It's only, uh, I suppose it's only when we move out of our comfort zones that true faith and deeper and deeper relationships with God truly blossom and grow. I suppose at the start of a year, post-Christmas, we're all a bit tired, we're all a bit full, I know I'm certainly a bit full, and we're starting to get a little bit bored and wondering what is the next 12 months going to hold for us? Are we going to do the same thing over and over again, or are we looking for a challenge? Are we, looking, uh, are we going to get out of our boats and walk on the water metaphorically in faith with God this year because truly if we do it's edge of your seat stuff it's part of discovering obeying and following Jesus after all each of us here this morning has a purpose and a job to do for God no matter how young or how old so let's get back to Peter Peter and the other disciples were all well used to being around water After all, a lot of them, before they had answered their call to become disciples, were fishermen. And one afternoon, just like any other, Peter and his friends got into a boat and headed into the Sea of Galilee. Jesus wanted to be alone, uh, so he headed, uh, sorry, Jesus wanted to be alone, so they were boating without him. Then all of a sudden, a storm rages. And I imagine in the middle of the night, the disciples were less concerned about getting to the other side, but staying alive. So during the night, Jesus comes and visits the disciples in the boat. He came at a moment when they least expected. I know if somebody arrived at my house in the middle of the night, we'd certainly not be expecting them. So in the wee small hours of the morning, and similarly, Jesus this morning can come and visit you and I um, at any time in our lives, and probably normally does in the times that we least expect. So Peter sees Jesus and wants to join him on the water. But why did Peter want to join Jesus walking on the water? Was Peter just some kind of thrill seeker? Or did he want to grow deeper in his faith? He's certainly willing to take a risk because while the others around him were scared and looking for safety and security, we find Peter taking up a challenge. 
So I wonder, can you and I truly imagine this morning what that scene must have been like for Peter and the other disciples facing the size of the waves, the speed and force of the wind, the darkness of the night? I'm sure it's a scene that would scare many of us if we were faced with it. I know I can barely go on the HSS on a good day, never mind on a stormy day in the middle of the night when it's being rocked from left to right. So surely it must have been hard enough to try and walk on water. You know, this is kind of, I kind of think of this story as like walking on water 101. If I was Peter, I would have wanted to do this when it was nice, when it was dry, you know, when it was really still. And I thought, oh, it doesn't look that bad. I could step out on that. But that was not the circumstances Peter was finding himself in. So here is Peter this morning, faced with the adventure of his life or staying in the same old, same old And I suppose the question I want to ask this morning is, what is the boat in your life this morning? What is the boat in my life? What is the thing that kind of is my comfort zone, is where I'm prepared to operate on? It's where I feel safe and warm and dry. And when am I willing to step out and give up that comfort for a new and fresh challenge? Because we see that the high point in the story truly comes when Peter musters up the faith, belief, and trust in Jesus and steps out of the boat. Of course, there are many other elements to the story. You know, we do eventually see him sinking, but for the moment, his focus is on Jesus. Peter here, we witness taking an enormous step of faith. I don't know about you, but when I was in Sunday school and even today, the stories that I love about God are the stories that are, were all about God's power, whether it's stories of him being like a rock or a fortress or a king or a warrior. But I suppose in order to experience that power of God in our lives, just like Peter, we have to be willing to take that first step and get our feet wet. Um, So I suppose the question we're asking for 2012 is, are you and I prepared to get our feet wet? The stories of the Bible are full of people who had to respond to a call from God. Moses had to take the first step to go to Pharaoh to get him to set his people free. Naaman had to wash in the water seven times before he would be cured of his leprosy. The loaves and the fishes had to be given before they were broken and received by the 5,000. I suppose you and I, I know I certainly don't always count the cost of my actions or, or what that action will involve, but sometimes through one action we can set off a series of events that will lead us on a mighty adventure. I suppose we have to ask then, are you prepared to go on that adventure? Or this morning, are you safe and content with where you're at? Do you want to grow or do you want to remain stationary? These are questions, I suppose, that you and I know, certainly I need to be asking myself as I start a new year. It's all about moving outside your comfort zone. Every day, we need to get out of the boats we're sitting in. And the more we practice that one small step of faith, the more we'll be able to grow and realize our full potential. Of course, in the story, we see that the wind had a real impact on the adventures of Peter's water walking. 
There's a full storm raging around Peter when he stepped out of the boat. But in one moment, the full force of the wind comes to his attention and he takes notice of it. And I suppose the same thing happens to each of us as we listen and respond to God. We go, okay, God, I'm willing to do this. And then as soon as we step that one step, suddenly we're aware of the wind and the sea and the pressure and people's opinions and people's responses and will people still like me or whatever. We see the wind in our lives. But yet it's through these experiences that we are molded and grow. And it's through these experiences that we witness and experience fullness of life. I suppose when situations don't turn out the way you've planned uh, or you learn things that you could never have learned when it was all plain sailing. You see, it's, it's hard enough to take that step of faith when it's calm and peaceful. But it's another thing altogether when there's a full storm raging around us. I suppose, I can't remember who it was that said this, but faith believes that we are never helpless victims. There's always a point, a reason, and a purpose to the circumstances in which we find ourselves. I suppose this morning I'm asking you and I'm asking myself to examine what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, even why I'm doing it, And to stop getting into that rut that the year so easily becomes by the middle of February and then it's downhill to December, but be willing to respond to whatever Jesus is saying to me and to you today. I suppose the powerful lesson in this story is that although Peter did walk on the water, uh, sorry, yes, Peter did walk on the water. He failed to walk on the water for a long length of time. Um, I suppose that's what our eyes are are drawn to in that story. You know, it's back to the hunting man and the dog. It's not that the dog can walk on water, it's that the dog can't swim. Uh, I suppose it's about examining our circumstances and our perspectives and getting them in balance. I suppose, I don't know, I haven't had a child myself, but I know when children are learning to walk, they often stumble and fall. Um, but they don't give up on the idea of walking altogether. It's not like, oh, I'm going to fall, let's just stop learning to walk. No, they get up, they keep going, they start crawling, they get back to their feet, because at the end of that, there is the possibility of walking. But I suppose the older we get, the more scared we get, the more frightened we get. But I suppose a way of looking at this story this morning is we are witnessing Peter being a water toddler. He did walk on the water, he got out, and he responded. He wanted to be drawn deeper and deeper into a relationship with Jesus. But also notice, as we close this morning, that in the story, Jesus doesn't scold Peter. Firstly, he reaches out and saves him. We don't know how far Peter got in the water or how far he drifted But simply calling on Jesus was enough for Jesus to reach out and to catch him and bring him back. The hand that caught Peter is the hand that catches you and I day after day as we step out in faith. I imagine that Peter remembered this incident for the rest of his life. It wasn't just a fleeting news story that was there for 24 hours and gone the next day. You know, yesterday's news is tomorrow's fish and chip wrapper. No, 
This was something that Peter would grasp to day after day in his life. So I suppose this morning, that's what we're calling for. Is 2012 going to be a year in which you continue to pew surf, in which I continue to pew surf, and just be content to come Sunday after Sunday and receive and receive and receive and never give out and never respond? Or is 2012 going to be a year when you and I muster up the courage to step out of the boat and to begin walking on the water and to see our faith develop and grow and have real actions and consequences in the world around us? Are we prepared to walk on water? You see, in our story, firstly, hope got Peter out of the boat, trust held him up, and fear sank him. But we cannot escape the fact that for those moments, Peter was walking on the water with Jesus. He had his full gaze and attention on him. I suppose the hymn writer wrote the words, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. And I suppose 2012, for me, and hopefully for you, will be a year in which I am fully looking to Jesus in every circumstance I find myself in. This year is full of opportunities. There's still another 365, it is a leap year, isn't it? (laughs) Another 365 days after today. Uh, So is it going to be the same old, or is it going to be something new and refreshing? Please, this morning, let this morning be a moment when you decide that this year you are going to get out of the boat, that you're ready and willing to take that step to whatever God is calling you to take, and that it's going to be a year in which you find yourself fully focused on Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the challenges that we find in Scripture, that we witness the stories of ordinary men and ordinary women stumbling after you day after day. Father, we just pray that in this new and fresh year that we would continue to stumble after you day after day, but in that stumbling that we would grow and that we would develop and maybe that we would become toddlers in our faith this year or even that we would become more fully grown and called to a deeper relationship with you because we know that we have your strength behind us. We have your might to uphold us, your wisdom to guide us, your eyes to look before us, your ear to hear us, your word to speak to us and your hand to guard us. Christ in me, Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ on my right and Christ on my left, Christ when I lie down, Christ when I sit down, Christ when I arise. So this day we arise through the mighty strength of God, ready and willing to accept the challenges and the opportunities and the adventure of the year that lies ahead. In Jesus' name we pray.